There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Penis. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome to you, me, and a poltergeist. That is Brayden and I am We are, we are. How we is are, everyone? Are. How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good. Today, we are brought to you by our fantastic patrons over at www.patreon.com slash you, me, and a poltergeist. Thank you for supporting us. If you want to go over there and check out some extra content, please do. It's not much, but we do it. Our episodes release early there, at least 48 hours, and you get some other fun stuff. When we feel like it. Go and check it out. Do it. We're thinking of maybe uh, dropping some merch if you sign up. Yeah. Like By that, I mean you get a piece of merch when you sign up. You get some merch, and you get, you some, get merch. some merch. But the you gotta, you got to love us. Otherwise, <laughs> you're out. You're out of the group. You don't love us. Fuck off. I was um, I've been in the background of things trying to d- design our website. Yeah, brand new website on the on the creation in the creation stages. And I we've got a forum. Yawn city. Excuse it's me. late. It's been a big day. Has been. Yeah. Um, we have a forum? Yeah, on there there's a forum and one cool. of the little things is a ask anything. And I was putting in a little blurb and then I was going to be right. Uh, be right. <laughs> Fuck me. Be like, um, this is a safe space and make sure you be kind to anyone. Uh, if you've got nothing nice to say, then get the fuck out. But then I was like, <laughs> that's not nice to say yeah (laughs) so i just said this is a safe space ask me anything (laughs) ask us anything i should say there is no right and wrong questions that is correct only wrong answers (laughs) that's also correct sometimes questions just don't have answers and that's because we haven't found those answers and sometimes answers just don't have questions that's correct what's new with you babe um, <laughs> not much, honey. You were holding a baby a lot today. How was that? It was really good. I didn't know if we were allowed to talk about that. One of our people that we know has had a baby and we yeah. were holding a baby and we it was really nice. It was beautiful. She um kind of did a little bit of a milky spit up while I was holding oh, her. Oh, lovely. She started doing it while I was holding her laying down, like she was laying down and then I, I picked her up. And then she was like, oh, turbulence. <laughs> All down herself, not too much. It was oh, more of like a dribble, but darling. it definitely was a bit of a bit of a sicky. That's not good. How weird are baby gums? <laughs> what? Right, like the gums of babies. Like they 
open up their mouth to cry and all you see is these like pink gums instead of teeth. There's so many similarities between a very old person and a and very a young person. Right? In, in, incredible. Incredible. I was looking for an in word there. <laughs> I'd said Indesirable. The... <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. But yeah, it was very, very lovely. It was very nice. And to catch up with those people too. Yeah, of course. Um, what have I been doing, you ask? Yeah, babe, what's been going on? Oh, not a lot, just working. Still quit caffeine, well, still quit energy drinks. Oh, the cap. Uh, however, I'm drinking coffee regularly. Always. You some... just quit the energy drinks. Which is good. You know, unofficial sponsor mother energy drink, I'm sorry, but I just had to stop. Well, I mean, they weren't sponsoring us, so what's the point? Yeah, you know? you're right. Um, if you want us to drink you again, fucking sponsor us. If you us. sponsor us, I will have you every day. I will drink you to an early grave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you can be a ghost spokesperson for them. Oh, wow, yeah. I can tell, tell them the effects of... Be energised in the afterlife. There we go. Mother energy drink. You don't need to drain the power from energy sources. Get it yourself. <laughs> yeah. Good for ghosts and humans. Uh, what are we talking about today, babe? Um, I don't know specifically what you're talking about, but I know what I'm talking about. Awesome, awesome. And I must say, I kind of got a little bit disappointed the more I researched this one. Oh, no. Y'all know I'm not a skeptic or anything, <laughs> but there's enough evidence that it's not real. Oh, my Lord. If you can convince Belinda that it's not haunted, then it must not be haunted. Because <laughs> yeah. you're looking for any excuse. You're like, oh, the door moved? Oh, it's haunted. Literally, I watched this video and it went for like eight and a half minutes or something of raw footage. Raw, I, I'm saying raw with like eye rolls and quotation yep. marks. <sighs> It was just all fog and mirrors, babe. All fog and mirrors. All very bad special effects. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, that is incredible. We need to watch this video together. Oh, it's so stupid. I'll get to explaining it because it, right. I'm the, I'm first this week. Aren't yeah, I? go ahead. Tell us. Tell us about your your stupid place. <laughs> this is incredible. If, like, look. I think maybe there's potential that it's haunted. But I just don't think the right person has investigated gone about it. it. Yeah. No, not that. Look, plenty of people have gone there to investigate, and they have found some things, very minimal, right. minor things that yep. could be haunting in any house, could be haunting in our house, yeah. babe. Um, because you know I want every house to be haunted, but it was just so. The the lady who started up all the stuff, I 100% believe she did it for money. Oh, okay. So she was just looking for a uh, income of some kind from these maybe hauntings. Yes. Well, you know, you got to make money somehow. I know, but no one is Ex- deceiving people. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair enough. <laughs> Look, okay, let's just get started. This is about the Willow's Weep House in Eugene, Indiana. Oh, very nice. In the Wabash Valley. Yeah. 
Is this in the great United States of America? Absolutely. It's in the great United States of America. Hope everyone had a good 4th of July. Yeehaw. Oh, yeah. Happy 4th of July. Hope everyone had many fireworks celebrations. Yeah. What did we do? 4th of July, I Saturday. Don't we don't celebrate 4th of July here. Yeah, I know we don't. I'm just saying, what did we, we do? <laughs> God, I'm not. I know. What did we do on Saturday? What did we do? Oh, we um had a going away dinner. That we did. And we played a lot of um, games. Heads up. Heads up. Kind of like a charades kind of game. Yeah, it was interesting. Anyway, so this is obviously a proclaimed haunted house. Like, it's like a house that is haunted. Yep. It's apparently listed as one of the most haunted houses oh, in America. I would have guessed it. But, like, I don't... <laughs> I don't think so, okay? <laughs> um, it was on Unexplained, which is a television series that came out in 2019. Yep. And I think it's got... I've tried to... I Fuck it, Mark Hamill. No. Mark Hamill's a different... Mark Hamill, <laughs> I believe, is from Star Wars. Yes, but it's not Mark Hamill. It's, I think, a guy from Star Trek. William Shatner? Does he speak like this? I honestly, look, I don't know. Is it look, that Spock guy? I feel like we'd done this in the last episode. Yeah, I know, because it was the same show. It was all in the same episode, yeah. too. Oh, okay. I think we figured out that it was Lennon Nimoy. It's not Lennon Nimoy. Okay. I don't know, then. Uh, can we please look up the unexplained host okay. so I can get it off my brain? I meant yeah. to do it, but I didn't. But look, while Braden... It was on this show saying it's like one of the most haunted places and I, I watched the little like thing of the guy speaking to the owner and I was like fully convinced that, you know what, it would not be on this show if it wasn't real and I don't know why I always believe <laughs> yeah. this stuff because I just want things to be real. You know, I don't want there to be any lies and I think that just stems from trauma. <laughs> yeah. I want everything said to me to be real. Like, if you say you're my best friend, I want that to be real. <laughs> uh, it doesn't happen to be someone known as Bill Curtis, does it? I don't have a clue. Oh, yeah, that's William Shatner. Yeah, William Shatner. It's remarkable how well William Shatner is known. In spite of the fact I only know him from episodes of Star Trek that I've never watched. I've never... Oh no, not that I've never watched Star Trek. I never paid attention to it. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, I was like, he's not going to lie to me, right? William Shatner doesn't lie. He doesn't lie, right? <laughs> anyway. So, the one of the big characteristics of this house is that it's in the shape of a cross. Like a... Oh, Jesus cross. Amen. Amen. It's protected from the get-go. Well, look, it was built in the 1800s, and the original, like, design of the house and everything, and the, like, the build was done by this man, and in the, like, center of the house, so, like, where the cross meets, you know, where you've got the... The intersection. The intersection of the cross, where that meets, it was, like, a pattern around the room of, like, there's a... Room to that side, there's a door, room, door, room, door, room. Like, there was four rooms off from this, from the intersection of the house, and then a door in, like, every corner. And oh. above every door was, like, a, well, sorry, I keep saying was, but 
is, I should say, there is like a a corner pointing inwards to the room. So uh, yeah, if you I, looked at it from a bird's eye view, it would look like a star. Room, yeah, it'd be a pentagram. Ah, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. No, and I don't like that. The house faced east towards a um, so like facing east, like the entrance is at the top of it, so it looks like an upside down cross oh, from when you're entering in it. Oh, oh no! Right, like so, and it's near a crossroads, which is always known to be a place the where demons go. Yeah, demons just chill out at crossroads. Literally, like there's a, a story. Um, about the Devil's Crossroads. So it's like, okay, haunted, haunted, haunted. And there's two rivers nearby that intersect, that come in together. So it's like, there's too many crosses around. Yeah. There's there's already bad juju. Let's top it off with the land it was built on was a battleground for Native Americans. Oh, my Lord. And there's, I'm going to say it, an ancient burial ground nearby. Oh, God, Dan. There's always an ancient burial ground. Right? The whole world is an ancient burial ground. No. The whole of the US <laughs> is a Native American burial ground. Yeah, that's right. And I but think I'm... we need to start accepting <laughs> oh, that. Like, that's why it's so fucking haunted over there. I think that, yeah. I mean, hey, why do we see dinosaur ghosts more? Questions we need to be answered in the future. Maybe they're... Maybe that's what earthquakes are. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Conspiracies. Dinosaurs, dinosaur ghosts stomping around. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Does it? I don't know. <laughs> it does not make sense. Sorry, continue. No, you're right. Um, so the place is rumored to be like a home of death, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Like people have died there, like suicides, poisonings. Wow. Yeah. Um, there's no records of any of it happening. <laughs> oh, so it's all hearsay. <laughs> it's all hearsay. It is said that the the original owner, the guy who built the house, died in the bathtub. Doesn't say how he died. He could have just fallen asleep and never woken up. <laughs> he could have had a heart attack. He could have committed suicide, but it never. no one knows how he died. Okay. But he was also known as a very superstitious person. Right. Hence the cross. And he built his house in the shape of a fucking cross. Yeah. Which is technically upside down by the way you walk in it. What the fuck? Yeah, this guy, uh, for someone who was superstitious, built it on the worst possible place with the worst possible features. Ever. Yeah. And Unless... do, you wanna, do you wanna know something else? The floor what? plans have a set of stairs going to the attic, but there's no stairs in the house. And they were like either built and removed or Never built, and it's been a sealed up room. Oh my god, what's up there? Exactly. There's the only death, one window. The There's only one window to the edit attic. Sorry, and that's also got another creepy story behind it. But I'll go Ooh. into that soon. But another thing about the house is that all of the corners have windows. This is such a strange place. It's a very very strange house, and I don't understand why all the corners just have to have windows. But apparently it had to do something with his superstitions, but we have no idea what the superstitions are. There's no record of how he died, but it's just said that he died in the bathtub. And he was a superstitious man who built a house on a fucking cross. <laughs> Around a bunch of crosses on a Native American burial. Literally. I don't know if you knew about a Native burial. Well. Um, 
Let's see. Would explain why he, he got the land for real cheap. Well. What a bargain. Five bucks for this <laughs> block of land. In Jeez. a um, renovation of it, it had been bought by obviously so many people and sold and bought and sold and bought and sold. And a strange book was found buried between the original floorboards and carpeting. The Necronomicon. It was about necromancy and other occult Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Not joking. That's cool. And creepy as fuck. What is this guy doing? What is the builder doing? I don't know if that was the builder or if it was... Because it was between the original flooring and carpeting. Ah. Like modern day carpeting. Okay. Yeah. So someone just tried to hide their... Someone's just tried to hide... Necromancy book under the carpet. Yeah. I don't know if it was... Technically, that the original owner, but it must have been someone throughout the years. Yeah. Um. I guess I've watched so many videos of people going into the house and being like, "You could really tell some of the paranormal investigation teams." I put that in quotation marks. Yeah. Were just really fucking putting it on, putting it on because you. I would watch these videos of these people going in and going, "I feel this house is fine," like. There's a draft, you know, like yeah. that type of thing. Downdrafts. And then other people would be walking going, oh, my God, the energy in here is crazy. Uh, look at yeah. my pendulum swinging and they're like, arm oh, is full moving while this pendulum's going. Like, look at it go. <laughs> like, they're practically whipping it around. Yeah, yeah, and the pendulum. Yeah. You know, they're That's walking so the dog, funny. you know, doing a little triangle <laughs> thingy. <Yeah. with> <laughs> the energy, it's off the chain. <laughs> it's off the chain. <laughs> modern, um, modern day psychics yeah so one of the videos i watched which kind of convinced me is not as haunted it's probably a little haunted but probably not haunted at all not as haunted um was by chris maygard he has his own little investigation team um he talked to the owner at the time brenda johnson who had owned the house since 2009 and they did this in about i think 2014 yep Sorry in advance, or Chris. 2016. One, I could... The date... Whatever. Belinda doesn't like your video. Sorry, Chris. No, no, no. I really liked his video. That's the thing. Because he's the one going... It's not haunted. Ah, uh, yeah. uh, cool. All right. So, inside the house, she claims that this chair... I think I told you about this, but after they had explained a few things, I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know? So they ha- there's this armchair in the house and it has blood on it. No, there's no cushion, like seating cushion. It's like one of those old armchairs with like the buttons in the back, and, yep. like, you know. And it's kind of a little bit of blood splatter on the back of the chair, kind of at the bottom, like where your lower back would be sitting. Yep. And then a little bit of like staining on the on the arms, like kind of. As if your arms were just sitting there and they were bleeding. Uh-huh. That's what it looks like. But the rumor is that a man committed suicide in there, in that chair, by shooting himself in the head. Oh, my God. Now, where the blood splatter is doesn't really... Make sense. Make sense of a shooting, like of, of self-inflicted shooting anyway. Yeah. Um, because if he was to shoot himself in the head, there would be so much overspray throughout the entire area. Like yeah. it was in the corner of a room. So it should have been up on the wall and on the ceiling and there should have been so much more blood on the Well, they could chair. have cleared the that chair up. should have been drenched in blood. Yeah. And also, Brayden, 
Do you know of anyone that's kept bloody furniture? <laughs> uh, no. No. A psychopath, perhaps? A psychopath? Absolutely. <laughs> Please write in if you've kept any bloody furniture from a suicide. Yeah, who... who... <laughs> Who has someone commit suicide in a chair and think to themselves, you know what, that'll dry up, that'll be right. Yeah. And I watched one video, this wasn't the same video, but I watched another video and this girl, I have no idea who she was, but she was like, yep, so they said that he was shot in the head, but what had happened was he then crawled over to that corner over there and died. It's like, what do you mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> If he shot himself, he wouldn't have been in able to crawl yeah. over to the side and die. Like That's just the thing, babe. That's where the necromancy book comes in. <laughs> he was a zombie <laughs> crawling the across time. the floor. Bingo. So it was, yeah, like very conflicting. So that was like, okay, well, that's obviously not true how he, how he died. Yeah. Like, well, at least in that way. There was a suicide in the house, but that wasn't how it happened. Like, what Someone happened? probably spilled some grape juice on the furniture and Doesn't was like... Doesn't even look like blood boom. when you really look at it. You know when you accidentally spill some Pepsi on something? <laughs> yeah. It's like that. But the way the kind of armchair is, the Chris, he said, well, a plausible explanation for the marks on the armchairs would be someone slitting their wrists and, like... You know, sitting down to die. But it should have been so much more blood. Yeah, that's the thing. Is and what's with the splatter of the blood on the back? Like, just he totally debunked that, and I was like, "You are right." Go, Chris. That is very hard to debunk to debunk something in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we rarely cheer for the debunker, but but he did well. You know, it's because he's no Joe Nickel. No, that's is it, it. Joe no, or Joel? Yeah, fucking Joe. What his fuck his name is. Mr. Anyway. Nick. So, um, Brenda Johnson, she's the one that started making all the claims of things that she'd heard. So she heard that there'd been two suicides, um, that were caused from the demons, but that information isn't correct. Right. Um, I'll explain that later. Uh, I told you about how the guy died in his bathtub, um, and said that there were a couple people hung. I don't know if they were hung in the house or by the tree by the house. So the house got its name, the Willow's Weep, because it, there's a willow tree outside. Uh, well, it probably would have been hung from the willow. Yeah. So apparently it was a witch. Ooh, yeah. There's always witches. There's always witches, right? Witches, Indian Burial Ground. This is a great <laughs> movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but there's, yeah, there's no records, and apparently a few men were poisoned there a few months prior to her buying the house. But that is what she heard. <laughs> like, someone had just gone, you know, a couple men were poisoned in there. And she's like, I'm going to buy it. Thanks, yeah. Like, cheers. Um, apparently, she kept coming back to the house and was like, I don't know why, but I just, like, I just have to buy it. And then... Um, Supernatural compulsion of some kind. Of some kind. She claimed that her son got hurt every time they tried to renovate something in the house, which is why they've never done it up. And one day they were all sitting around and she was in the living room and she went, you know what? I'm going to live in this house. And apparently 
doors started slamming. Oh, and, they weren't happy. And she was like, well, that that was my son. I was not going to live in that house. And I never go in that house by myself. Oh, my like, gosh. Oh, the lady like, telling this story sounds fantastic. She's lying through her teeth. I'm sure maybe <laughs> yeah. something's happened and she's just gone and blown everything out of proportion. She claims that she had six claw marks down her back. Oh, and I was like, you know what? Shit like that happens. Pixar didn't happen though. Because you this happened in, what, 2010? You could have taken a photo. You would have had like a Nokia at that <laughs> at point in time. Least, well, you would have at least had a digital camera with a SIM card. 2010? Like, not SIM card. I, you would have had an iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you would have. Yeah. This bitch. I don't know. Wait, did the iPhone even have a camera on it? The very first one? No. Nah. Okay. Look, she would have at least had a digital camera. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know, they ended up doing a paranormal investigation and there was a few things caught on camera that was like, whoa. Like there was an orb that flew right in front of Chris's face and like they're in complete pitch black with just night vision cameras. And he goes, I feel like something light just flew in front of my face. Oh, wow. And this is the guy that's been debunking a lot of things and he... um. He was purely freaked out. Mm. And one of the team members got like poked in the back. Like, oh, that's above, cool. Kind of like above his shoulders. Yeah. And no one was behind him. It cool. was like a clear shot. Like they were doing some sound test. And then he just like, gets poked. And he got poked in the back and nothing. And his reaction is so genuine it gave me chills. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, they were doing some audio sessions and they found like hissing on, on the EVPs. Creepy. Yeah, but they weren't able to like explain how it could happen. There was a lot of things that happened that they could be like, oh, this is a, the exact reason why. And I was like, you're right. right. Yeah. You're right. You know what I'm saying? You're right. Um, but yeah, they they kind of debunked a lot of things. But the guy that kind of sparked my interest in this because he was like, I'm going to do a full paranormal investigation, um, is Dave Spinks. He bought the house off of her on the episode of Unexplained. Oh, wow. He's like, I'm going to buy the house off you right now. And she went, yep. I was like, you're joking. What the hell? <laughs> Brenda, what are you doing? So Brenda has owned this house for nine years or Ten years and goes, yeah, I'm just going to sell it to this paranormal investigator. Brenda sounds like the kind of lady who just goes with whatever the hell is occurring right in the moment. I think so. She just walks inside and thinks, I'm going to live in this house. And the doors start flapping and then she's like, I'm not not going to live in this this house. house. (laughs) Then a guy comes in, I want to buy a house. You can buy this house. (laughs) You can buy. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. Um... Brenda the Yes Lady. Brenda. So he still owns it, and he did a year-long paranormal investigation on it. You can see a lot of his like little things on Orange Film TV on YouTube. Cool. He even made a crowd-funded movie called Willow's Weep the Beginning. Did it, was it successfully funded? It was successfully oh, funded, and it came out well this done. year. Um, I'm not paying twenty dollars on Amazon oh, to watch come it. Come <laughs> on, let's watch it. Not right now. We'll set it up on the weekend. I don't know if it's like a recreation of things or if it's like a documentary though. Right. Yeah. I don't want to waste my money if it's not a documentary. I would prefer it to be like a fictional piece. 
Well, yeah, but if it's made on a crowdfunded budget, I mean... Hey, Paranormal Activity was made. Yeah, but that actually, that was a fluke. That turned out pretty good. Mm. (laughs) That scared me, genuinely. Anyway, look, whatever. My thoughts on movies doesn't matter right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She... So he investigated it further, um... I couldn't really find much of his investigations, though. Yeah. That's what kind of started to get me, like, um... He probably saved it all for his movie. Well, yeah, probably. No but spoilers. I, I also didn't want to watch a movie tonight. You know what I mean? Fair enough. But that started to really, like, Chris with his, like, this is what it could be. I was like, you're probably right. This dude, this Dave Spinks guy, what's he doing? Like, where's his evidence? But he did say Brenda told him a story. So this is about the attic um, where Brenda was having a party, like a family party at the place, which, by the way, doesn't make sense because they didn't want to live there. So why are they, fucking, why are they having a fucking party? <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, and there was a little girl there, like a, probably a niece or something, who was three or about three, and she started waving at the attic window outside. And... Pardon me. When everyone asked, oh, what are you waving at? She was like, oh, the girl up there in the window. And they were all like, yeah, there's no one there. And put it down to child imagination, as per usual, as adults do. And they all went inside doing whatever. And a few minutes passed and they heard her screaming. Like, oh, like, my God. Absolutely intensely screaming. And when they come back outside, they're like, oh, my God, what happened? What happened? And she goes... The girl from the window came down and bit me on the face. Oh, what the fuck? But get this. Later, apparently, there was a human bite mark on her face. Oh, my God. Now. That bitch got rabies. I don't know about you, but that attic, if they have not. Sealed that shit. No, but if they haven't gotten into it somehow just to see what's up there, they're missed opportunity. For that house. That's it. That's the first thing that should have been done. Someone should have been breaking through that window and seeing why there is no fucking staircase to that attic. There's not even a manhole, dude. Really? What the fuck? They it's sealed just, that shit. They sealed that shit up. They do not want anyone up there because reckon, there's a little face spider up there. I reckon they locked some little girl up there and they she had remains are still there. Yeah, well, if she was out biting people's faces, it's understandable. Yeah, well, she had it coming, am I right? Um, but look, a lot of people have claimed that they have been attacked in the house. There's been recordings of disembodied voices. They've witnessed shadow figures. They've observed, uh, light anomalies. They've recorded poltergeist activity on camera. Cool. Which I actually, look, I did watch, um, security footage actually from this Dave Spinks dude. And someone was cleaning the room near the the bloody suicide chair and there is a hat that sits on top of the chair and it fell forward onto the chair. Oh. Look, it could have been real. Someone else could have been behind the chair. I kind of don't believe anything about that chair. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, and people have been, have claimed to have been reported um, attacked by unforeseen forces, and Brenda declared the house so very dangerous that it tried to kill her and her husband. 
but she didn't elaborate. Brenda how. has a flair for the dramatic. Brenda, girl. Brenda, girl. You know she was one of the people that bought a shit ton of toilet paper. <laughs> oh god, yeah. All right, so let's get down to a little bit more of debunking. I look. This isn't probably a, the most exciting story I've done because I've just been like this place. I think it's a little bit haunted. I don't think it's haunted by anyone that's died there. I think it might be haunted from uh, Native Americans, maybe. Yep. You know, considering where it is, what's it on? What it's on, I mean. So there's the former owners of the house before Brenda, Adam Bayard and his sister Haley Navarro, um, said that the whole thing is a hoax and it's fabricated and the it's it's got fabricated facts about their loved ones. Yeah. So right. they told um, a news outlet, News 10, and some history behind two of the deaths in the home. So in 2001, their mother, Cheryl Skinner, died of a heart attack at the age of 42. They said she had the heart attack in the home, but she passed away at the hospital. So she mm. didn't actually die in hospital. Right. I mean, sorry, at, at the home. At the home. But there's the rumor that she committed suicide by a drug overdose and her body was left there for weeks on end and when it was finally found, it was all bloated. Uh, that's what the people say just to bring in the money. Yeah, exactly. But that also doesn't make sense because she had a husband who, which, which was their stepfather. Yeah. And he did kill himself. His name was Curtis Skinner. He committed um, suicide in the family home several years later after Cheryl Passed died. On. Um, Haley said she found out he had cancer and couldn't afford the treatments, so he ended his life. Oh, didn't sad. say how he ended his life. He just did. Didn't mm. say he had to, he shot himself or anything like that. But the thing is, they um display cowboy hats everywhere, and he never wore cowboy hats. He wore trucker hats. Yeah, I was right. like, I'm gonna believe the family of these people over Brenda. <laughs> Sorry, Brens, but. Overall, untrustable Brenda. You know? Um, so, Adam and Haley said that their parents' deaths ha- were being used for profits. And they said, There are all these lies talking about how my mother died of a drug overdose and that she was underneath the bed and was bloated and nobody found her for two weeks. They were charging people to come in and haunt my mother, called my mother out by name and my stepfather. They say, if you pull a branch off the tree, something bad is going to happen. Haley says that's ridiculous. They told us that the tree was the last memory she had of her mother. They planted it together just months before she died. Um, and Haley said, we don't want you paying money on lies if you're going to do a haunt we want you to at least know the truth so dozens of people have come to the house over the last several years paying money to investigate the home and just like stay there even as like a gimmick um adam and Haley said their family home was nice inside well kept when they lived there now they claim the owners purposefully changed the appearance it had carpet it had nice furniture you know it was a place we would grow up in and they stripped all that out to make it look haunted and scarier than it really was, Adam said. Mm. The new owners claim there's a chair inside the house that Kurt Skinner shot himself in, saying, 
you can see the blood-stained upholstery. They also say the hats, boots, and guns are Skinner's as well. Haley says, no way. It's not even the same furniture that was in the house. They put guns and hats in there. He wore trucker hats. He never wore cowboy hats, Haley told us. We have children and we don't want our children growing up seeing this house has portrayed their their grandmother this way or being haunted. Adam said that. Adam and Haley said to them, this isn't just some people in a ghost story. This is their loved ones. Real people, they say, are being lied about. Which is really disheartening, Brenda. <laughs> like, the fuck, dude? <laughs> These people's parents died, and you're gonna stand there and be like, "Oh, it's fucking haunted." There's been suicides and hangings and poisonings, and I'm out here in a little pentagram room. Mm-mm. It's understandable why the family's so upset about it. Yeah. Um, but obviously Brenda's just trying to profit from something uh, that is haunted. Brenda's definitely stretched the truth. Look, I believe there may be something there. I'm gonna say that again. There might be, but I don't think it's as haunted as having scratches down your back. She She's come up with something to explain something she can't explain. That's it. And she's trying to sell it for profit. Let's talk about Dave Sphinx again. He's been a paranormal investigator for 30 years. He bought the house because he truly believes it's evil. He said he sympathizes with the family and he promised to leave the Skinner's name out of anything he does, but he still continued to investigate and make a fucking movie. He says, there have been many deaths, factual deaths, some very bizarre, and other suicides that have occurred in this house. And I'm still finding out more info to this day. I can't find any Dave Spinks, so can you fucking tell me? The house has so many little nuances. There's a crossroads in the front. There's a major river in, into a town. There are Native American ties and numerous deaths in the house. That's what we look for as investigators, not to mention all the evidence of paranormal activity people have captured in the house. Again, Dave Spinks, can you please show me? Probably in his movie, babe. Brain, I don't need you to say that right now. I am. I'm saying this is just from, like, I shouldn't have to watch his fucking movie. He has a full fucking paranormal website Mm. and nothing. Your movie's been out for a while now. Put out some facts. All right. So he went on to explain that a man emailed him about his grandmother who used to live in the house back in the 50s and she experienced paranormal phenomena back then. Dishes would set on the table the night before. I don't think that's bad. Cool. Um, Good time. When she got up the next morning. Oh, no. She was, sorry. She would set dishes on the table the night before. Sorry. Uh, But when she got up in the morning, they would be all over the floor just like a tornado went through there. And she would often witness a rocking chair in the house, rocking on its own, um, numerous times over the years. Um, he said in his decades of investigating, he's never seen a home like this. Spink said there is no disrespect intended to the people who have died in the house, but he will continue to investigate Willie's Weep and allow other paranormal specialists to do so as well. Awesome. And that's all I've got. Look, I might watch the movie, but... It sounds like there's something going on there. And it's really cool to hear that there's some weird attic in the floor plan that's boarded up and no one knows about it. Half time, I suppose, then. Uh, No new reviews yet. If you would like to send us a review, you can rate us on any of your favorite podcatchers and we will read it out if it is a uh, five-star review for us. 
you can say whatever you want and we will read it. And thank you. Uh, he wrote a book about it as well. Dave Spinks? Yeah, but I didn't see that until now. Okay. And it came out um, October 2019. Okay. Not too long ago. He says, it's a portal to hell. <laughs> as is everywhere. It's 204 pages long and it has zero reviews. So... Ooh. Go and get your Dave Spinks novels. Yeah. All right. Ready to move on? Yep. Okay. So today I'm going to be discussing a bar and inn located in the heart of Savannah, Georgia in the US of A. Of course, as per usual on the podcast, the bar and inn in question has some very cruel and uh, sad backstory, which has resulted in the location being haunted by three distinct paranormal entities. This is what I'm talking about. With their own unique quirks and personalities. I'll be talking about 1790. So that's spelt the numbers 17, the word 100, and then 90. From now on, I'm. That's what it's called. Yeah, from now on, I'm just going to call it the building because it's pain in the backside. I'm going to say 1790. Yeah, I'll say that. Okay, the building is uh, yeah named 1790 after the American Revolution and independence from England in 1790. Yeah, the free wow, first very creative. Yeah, the free the first free election for the mayor of the town of Savannah happened in that exact same year, and with the building being the oldest inn and bar and restaurant in the entirety of Savannah, it is understandable that their name would be so iconic and historic as that American date in history. So, the construction of the property began in the 1820s by a man named Steele White, which is reportedly the former husband of one of the ghosts that resides in the building currently. But more on that later. Now, the building was originally lived in and changed hands a number of times before coming to serve as the inn and restaurant that it is currently today. Uh, Acquiring accommodation for the evening in 1790 is easy to do, but for those of you wanting the taste of something a little more spooky, you should book in advance to secure an evening in room 204. What happened in 204? We'll get to that in a little bit. It's rather interesting. Okay. Yeah, that, is, that apparently is renowned as the most haunted room in America. Oh. So, I mean, they're not exactly preaching that they've got the most haunted place, but it is the most haunted room. Uh, and, of course, those of you who are looking for something extra spicy should make your way to the kitchen at night in the place. They're cooking up some chili. Maybe. Uh, prices start for as little as $170 Australian per night to stay there, so that is quite good. Yeah, actually. <laughs> if you want to yeah, have a nice haunted experience. So I suppose you all want to know about the hauntings now, eh? Uh-huh. Well, let's get into it. So of the three ghosts said to be haunting the building, only one of them really has any history behind it or story. Uh, the other two are a little sparse, but... 
I've done my best to find some additional facts on the ghosts from first-hand accounts and stumbled upon a particularly good article on ghostcitytours.com about the building. And I recommend any of you who want to go there diving into that and giving it a look over, as well the building site. Uh, The building's website has a a fair amount of write-ups on the ghosts. So, starting off with the three ghosts is the least experienced of the three. The ghost of a young boy who has been given the name Thaddeus. Wait, Thaddeus or Thaddeus? Thad, T-H. Okay. Yeah. Barely anything is really known about the boy on who he was in life, but um, those who experience his presence often tell the feeling of warmth in the air around them. And find shiny pennies and trinkets left from on their nightstands. That's nice. Yeah, I know. It's oh, a he's little... like a magpie. Exactly right. I'd read. I've written right here. He sounds like a magpie. <laughs> 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 so yeah, uh, that's pretty much all the entirety of what Thaddeus will do. I'm fairly certain some of the staff that work there as well have had uh, experiences where they've seen his, like, apparition, like, entire apparition, but that is one less, uh, one thing that is less experienced on the property. Yeah. That is, that is a very weird way to spend your time in purgatory, giving out money. Yeah. Yeah, the next one uh, is a bit of a downright bitch, so here we go. If you remember how I mentioned that people wanting something a bit extra spicy should go to the kitchen, well, that's because the kitchen is haunted by a particularly angry ghost, a poltergeist by all accounts, who is really quite unhappy with women entering the kitchen. Uh, The ghost gets so angry at women entering the room that they'll often toss spice jars and pans at the intruder. I don't know about you, babe, but all I can imagine is one of those chefs who, like, throws the spice at their food. Bam! Cilantro! Or, you know, cayenne pepper, coriander. bitch! Coriander. Coriander, yeah. In Australia, it's coriander, not cilantro. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking like a full-blown, like, ghost fieri kind of mm-hmm. bullshit going on. Ghost fieri. <laughs> How long you take to think of that one? <laughs> yeah, a little while. So, yeah, all jokes aside, that ghost is said to actually be the spirit... Original cook. Oh, yeah. Well, it was said to be like a a original servant or a slave on the property who died there and was a voodoo practitioner because everyone's a witch. Yeah, well, um, clearly. Yeah. And they can be heard walking around the kitchen at night, banging pans and having their metal bracelets. For some reason, this ghost is meant to be wearing metal bracelets and their metal bracelets clink together as they walk. Well, what if they're not metal bracelets? What if they chains. were chains? Yeah. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. So, yeah, the the final ghost and the most well-known of 1790 is Anne. And Anne is the lady that lives in 204. Yes, so her name was Anne White, and she was the wife of Steel White. There are, like, a bunch of different stories and, like, uh, tales around what exactly happened for this lady's ghost to be haunted, but all of them come to the conclusion that Anne ended up 
either leaping or being pushed from the third story window from room 204. It's always a leap or a push. Right? And she died on the pavement. No one ever just gets pulled out of the third no, story right? window. <laughs> yeah. No one's just got a rope around them and get yanked out. Right. What if lassoed she just had out Rapunzel of the hair and someone tried to actually climb up Some, her like, and real big like, thick boy tried to come and save her. A thick boy, eh? <laughs> Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair. I don't know if it's strong enough. <laughs> You're too fat. Rips her scalp off. I will come and save your princess. I'm full of chocolate. Uh, oh, and sharks. Now I'm just a fat little German boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's there was one particular story saying that Anne actually had a lover and her lover was leaving on a ship away. And while she was staring out to watch the uh, the lover leave on the ship, her husband got jealous and just pushed her out the window. Lover, lover. Yeah. You don't treat me no good no more. more. So apparently Anne is actually a nice-ish ghost. But, I mean, the things that I've heard about her haunting and the haunting in Room 204 make me think that perhaps she isn't so nice after all. Uh, People wake up to see full-body apparitions standing in the doorways, like standing at the end of their bed, like a lady in like a period clothing from the mid-1800s. It's so funny. Whenever someone says period clothing or I read period clothing, I'm just imagining someone drenched in blood (laughs) (laughs) or tampons or or just dressed in pads. That uh, willow sweep. House with that uh, period sofa. The period <laughs> sofa. Oh, That's what that was. Shit. Anyways, yeah, I solved it. Uh, yeah, so Anne also has been. She she's most active at night, but she she gives up lots of information on uh, EVPs and talks to people, letting out people, letting people know that she's there and what her name is. That's Anne, what I would do. Constantly. I mean, my middle name's Anne. Yeah, just it must give yourself a pseudonym. Um, she also has been known to shake the bed at 3am. Fuck I don't off. know about you, but that doesn't sound like a particularly nice thing to do to someone. I mean, that's just rude. Stand in their doorway and then shake the shit out of their bed. <laughs> could you imagine? Why would she be shaking the bed? That no one ever sees her shaking the bed, obviously. But could you imagine if she was, like, visible when she was doing that? And she's just, like, <laughs> on the oh side of the God. bed shaking the shit out of it. That would be terrifying. That is creepy. But hilarious. Uh, Terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. Additionally, she likes to uh, turn the lights on and off in the bathroom and make them flicker. I watched one interesting YouTube video, actually, today, and it was pretty interesting. The Mm -hmm. girl who was in it. It was an interesting YouTube video that was pretty interesting. Yeah, it was YouTube. Interesting. Pretty interesting. Uh, The lady... title says pretty interesting. (laughs) The lady who was in in the uh, actual uh, video... Uh, Brittany Crab, was her name? <laughs> she, she had captured on video the lights flickering for her, and she's saying that she heard a few noises around. Uh, Anne is also supposed to be able to be seen from the window of room two hundred four quite often. They have a mannequin there. Wait, so does this only happen in two hundred four? Only two hundred four. Okay. There's like Thaddeus who chills out everywhere. There's the crazy kitchen bitch who is only specifically in the kitchen and throws all the shit in the kitchen. And then there's Anne, who is specifically in room 204. Apparently the rest of the building's lovely. 
Like, I've read tons of reviews. It's got, like, 9.6 out of 10 stars. Oh, shit. It, it's, like, a good, good, solid place to go and have a nice night's rest. Like a bit of a B&B? Or? Yeah, yeah, a bit of a B&B. And, uh, Just as long as you stay out of what room is it? 206? 204 and stay out of the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. oh, I mean, why would I want to go into the kitchen? I'm not cooking. No, that's it. Apparently, yeah, most of the encounters in the kitchen are from the bar staff who go back there to get things or go to cook things True. at the restaurant. And they're like, is there like surveillance footage? I don't think so. That'd be hot. That would be pretty cool to see. That'd be spicy. <laughs> that would be spicy, wouldn't it? All right, well, that's that's just about all I have for this uh, tale. Sick. Thanks, babe. That was great. Thank you, honey. I no one's tried to debunk it? Uh, Let me try right now. What if they have, like, a mechanism underneath the bed that, like, they just set it for a timer, three o'clock, every night, goes off? It's like one of those motel beds where you put in a coin and, and twist it. And it never turns off. <laughs> yeah. Massage-y. I don't think so, mate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, sit on the corner of the bed. Oh. Just means you have to do less work while you're in bed. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, no, oh. no debunkers, but I mean that's a pretty accurate uh, yeah. debunking right there. Anne is Anne is actually just a oscillating mattress. It's just an oscillating mattress. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for joining us today. Oh, you're welcome, babe. Yeah, you're welcome too. We love <laughs> you so much. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram and all that stuff, babe, where they find us? Um, pff, you mean a poltergeist? What about on YouTube? Ah, uh, you mean a poltergeist? Facebook. You mean a podcast? Twitter? Nothing. <laughs> we don't have Twitter. We don't do a Twitter. All right. No, um, we don't do the tweet tweets. No one likes to do a bit of a chirp, but you know. <laughs> if you want to follow us on Patreon, you can. You mean a podcast? People are only chirping when they're shitting. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. It's 12 o'clock. It's late. Okay, we're going to bed. Good okay. night, everybody. Don't forget. Exercise regularly. Goodbye. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.